A.K.A. Dan Tarantino, A.K.A. Double Down Dan. Shout out to Mike. Um, what up, man? I'm back. Be back. Uh, fresh off of UFC 276. Your boy was there. I was out there in Vegas. Vegas was dope. Vegas was fun. Um, me and my girl went up there. <clears throat> flew out for the fights. Not just for the fights. We wanted to go on a trip. And the fights were just a bonus, right? Took up a whole day. But it was fucking great. Vegas was fun. Man, I've, I've never been. Well, I went. I think I said it in the last episode. I went when I was a kid. Didn't count. We made it. We made it count this time. It was fun, man. Great fucking food. <clears throat> the fights were dope. I, I was hyped the whole time. It was fun. You know, we gambled. Didn't do too well. Uh, we went to the fights. We went and ate at some dope ass places. That's really it. We didn't really we didn't go to any shows or nothing. You know, like a lot of people told us to go check out shows. We didn't really do that. Um Yeah, man, the food. Holy shit, the food. Uh, man, we went to the Wynn Hotel to go to the buffet. And you know, Saturday was my day pretty much, right? I had the whole UFC, I had the tickets, I had everything, so me and my girl did that. She likes the UFC now. She's into it. She follows stuff on Instagram and Twitter now. She's really into it now. <clears throat> so she loved it. Sorry, excuse me. You know, she loved it. But Sunday was like her pick, right? Like her day. And her main thing was she wanted to go to this buffet. So we get there and they have two lines. It's like, what do they call it? Pretty much reservations and walk-ins. So we had to go to the walk-in. We couldn't get a reservation. We go to the walk-in side, and I heard someone say, oh, from this point, uh, like one of the workers say, it's two hours long, two-hour wait. I didn't say anything. My girlfriend ain't here. I was like, I'm not going to ruin this for her. This is what she wants. We're going to do it. We're going to make it happen. So we're in line. It's taking a while. <clears throat> we legit stood in line for two over two hours, bro. Probably like two hours, 15 minutes, something like that. But <clears throat> well worth it, honestly. It's fucking worth it. We waited. Also, man, I don't even want to say how much that shit was, but it was a, it was all you can eat, you know. So we, we went in. You know, my first plate, they had some, they had like a bunch of different foods, man. And my first plate, I think I grabbed like a slice of pepperoni pizza. I had they had these chicken enchiladas that were pretty. They're pretty good, pretty good. Um, oh, dude. Okay, so I had that. I got this mac and cheese, and there was something else I got on, like, my first plate. I think that might have been it. Like, that, that. Oh, and I had this other pizza. It was, like, called, like, Sicilian style or something like that. That was good, too. 
But yo, my favorite thing, and I got it twice. My two plate. I only got two plates, and I tapped out. <clears throat> but I got big plates. Like I feel, I didn't fill them up, but you know, I got pretty good servings. But this mac and cheese that had brisket in it, was it brisket or prime rib? Some, not prime rib. Yeah, I think it was brisket. Man, yo, that was the best mac and cheese I ever had in my life. It was fucking fire. We had that. You know, I had my two plates. My girl got three plates, but she had small plates. Like, she had, like, her first plate was just, like, a slice of pizza. And then she had, like, this little, they had this little mini plate that had, like, one rib on it. Like, a small rib. So, she had that. And something else. But she had, like, smaller plates, you know what I mean? Like, <clears throat> basically, my two plates equaled more than her three plates, I think. Because I grabbed a lot. And then, you know, we chilled for a while. A little bit. And then we got dessert. That dessert was fire, dude. And up to that point, you know, I, they had this mousse. And it was mango vanilla raspberry mousse. And I was like, yo, this is like the best dessert I've had. Like, it's just fire. It was so good. And this little mini tiramisu. Also, I tweeted this, all right? And I don't know I don't know if y'all follow me on Twitter. If you don't, follow me, Danny Tarantino 6 on Twitter. But I tweeted, I was like, yo, who was going to let me know that flan... I mean, the creme brulee was basically flying with a hard candy shell on top. Like, that that's all it is. And I had my first one, and I was like, yo, that's thats literally all that was. It was good, though. It was really good. Um, yeah, you know, that was bomb. After that, you know, we, we went and played some slots down, you know, at the win. Since we were already in there. Um... Yeah, we were we went up a bit. We went up about I wanna say we each put in like ten bucks, maybe. And I lost like right away. You know, I was like, oh we'll wait, because our plan was we had dinner plans and then we were gonna play at Caesar's Palace that night. That was her her plan she wanted to do. <clears throat> so, you know, we're playing, then she starts playing, she starts getting on a roll. She goes up on one machine. She goes up to about, what did she go up? On the first one, she went up to about, from 10 bucks up to about like 30, maybe. And then she moved to a different machine because it started going down a bit. And then went to another machine. She, my girl ended up winning upwards from a $10, you know, originally starting off at 10, 260 bucks, which I was like, that's pretty good. That's, that's pretty good. You know, not bad. So she cashes it out. Well, she, you know, she pulls her ticket, and then we start walking around, play other ones. We get a little too, you know, they call me Double Down Dan. We kept going, ended up walking away that out of that place with 115 bucks. So we're like, whatever, you know. That night, we go, we had reservations at uh, Gordon Ramsay's Pub and Grill. <clears throat> Man. Like I said, at the buffet, I was like, yo, this is the best mac and cheese is bomb. And then I was like, this dessert's the best dessert. Yo, we went there. I got the beef Wellington. Never had a beef Wellington before, but I, I'm a big Gordon Ramsay fan. And I know that's like his signature, right? Yo, I'm not lying. I love you, mom. I love your cooking. But yo, I swear that was like the best thing I ever ate in my life. That shit was so fucking good. Like, <clears throat> it was just... Oh, I don't know how to explain it, man. 
Like, it was just so good and so tender. It just, like, oh, man, it was just so good. The flavor was good. It was cooked perfectly. The potatoes were bomb. And then the dessert came. And it came, it was a sticky toffee pudding. Dude, <laughs> fuck that mango mousse shit. This was literally the best dessert I ever had in my life. Fucking amazing, bro. If you guys are ever, if you ever find yourself in Vegas, <clears throat> check that spot out and order those things. You know, my girlfriend got the filet mignon. That was good. I tried. Uh, no, I didn't try it. She said it was good. I didn't try. I didn't want to try it. I was too focused on my damn, um, my, my beef Wellington. You feel me? But yeah, I mean, good food, good times. Um, but the fights, man, the fights, you know. I was excited. I was in there. As soon as I get I got there, bought me a hat. <clears throat> we we get in there. We got we got in early, we got in right. You know, they close the door. They open the doors. We got there early, you know, before they open the doors, got in right when they opened them. Hit that merch table. As soon as I got in there, went up to our to the second level where, where our tickets were. And we, we were there so early, we had to wait. They had like curtains. Like you couldn't even see where the seats were. It was all closed off with curtains. And so, you know, we're in there. And then they open up the curtains. And I'm like, oh, shit. I walk down. I see the octagon. And I get chills. I was like, yo, I'm fucking here, bro. This is tight. Like, I was so excited. So happy. My girlfriend was looking at me. Because I know she, she didn't say nothing. But I know she was like, yo, he's fucking geeking out right now. Like, he loves this shit. Because I did. I, it was crazy, man. So we're sitting there. First fight. That first fight was great, right? And when when it's starting, you know, when it's starting up, they show like this intro thing on the screen, and I like the whole time we're, dude. I made <laughs> I made friends with the dude sitting next to me. I don't even know your name, but hey, shout out to you because you were cool. Um, yeah, he was cool. You know, we we're talking like instantly, legit, just. We're like, cool, talking about fights and all that. And we were like, oh, look, there's Joe Rogan. Because he was like, yo, this is my first event. And I was like, oh, shit, yo, this is my first event, too. He's like, yeah, it's my first time being at one. It's tight. I think they came from Cali. I don't know if he said that. But I think he said he mentioned something about Cali. <clears throat> and he was like, yeah, man, just to let you know, I might cry if Max loses or if Izzy loses. And I was like, shit, I feel you, man. Um, But yeah, it was cool, like. And I seen Bruce Buffer, and I was like, oh, that's Bruce Buffer right there, yo. He's about to, you know, I can't wait to hear him announce. The second the first fight started, when he, come, when he comes out and he starts doing the intro, legit chills, bro. I was like, oh, let's go. That was so fucking hype. If y'all seen my Instagram stories, y'all seen it. But that first fight, man, Jessica Rose Clark versus Julia Solirenko, was not expecting that. Was not expecting that fucking that arm bar to be that vicious to be that nasty even though i said it on the podcast last week i said that she comes to take your arm off bro she she's coming to take that arm off and she did pop that shit out of socket bent it backwards oh so nasty it was a turn i think like the way they rolled just was crazy crazy and that's, that's the way the card started man so you know we're all excited it was it was good you know that was a i think i picked jessica rose clark on that but you know it was okay 
they were they were good fights. You know that there was that one. <clears throat> then we had Jessica I and Macy Barber. Macy Barber looked so good, dude. She was she was great. Um, it went the distance. She won by decision, but she was she was winning the whole time. But uh, shout out Jessica I. <clears throat> Yo, I'm sorry. I don't know what's going on. Let me get a drink of my cranberry juice real quick. Rome wants to drink cranberry. Um, yeah, she retired, and you know that's good. It's good. Um, she she's a she's a legend, man. She's she's legit. I said it. You know, I don't know if I said it. In, I probably didn't say it in an episode, but you know, she's been around for a minute. She's legit. She's fought the best of the best. Actually, I think I did say that. But yeah, shout out Jessica. Right, shout out Macy Barber. She's saying she wants to she wants to work her way for that title shot. I'm sure she'll get it eventually for sure. And then, you know, Andre Muniz versus Uriah Hall. That fight, man, I thought Muniz was gonna submit Uriah. Why I don't know why he kept going for the arm bar. He could have went for like a rear naked choke, but he kept trying to go for the arm and stuff. Like, I don't get it. And Uriah just wasn't letting that happen. It, the last couple rounds was just Uriah like on the ground, you know, like getting just hugged on and then getting up and just bombing on him for the last couple seconds, you know, and Uriah lost, but, um, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, yeah, Andre won and all that, but like, I just wasn't too, I figured he would submit him, you know, and I think, I think Uriah even mentioned something about that too, you know, like, oh, he can submit me or something, but yeah, I mean, not bad for the early prelims, man, you know, the, the, uh, prelims, though, uh, Ian Gary, Gabe Green, Ian, the, Ian Gary, I, I told y'all, the future, man, he's, he looked good, it was a good fight, went the distance, um, yeah, he's a fucking monster, bro, he's fucking good, he's just good, and he's young, man, he, he's got time to work his way up, too, he's gonna be a problem, he already is a problem, but he's gonna be a problem, I told y'all, um, Oh man, Jim Miller and Cowboy Cerrone, that fight, bro. I was, yo, for my first event. This was a hell of a card to go to to start, like to be my first one. And Cowboy Cerrone, when he came out, when uh, like his intro, I mean, if you watch and you know, you know, he always he had, he comes out to Kid Rock, right? And when you hear that cowboy, everybody went crazy, dude crazy i did too i got hype i was like let's go cowboy i was getting hype i was like yo he has to win you know let's go cowboy and this crazy like before the fight the dude next to me and the guy he was with they were talking and he was like you think uh the guy next to me was like asking another dude do you think cowboy uh retires if he loses and uh and they asked me i was like oh honestly i think he retires if he wins you know because he was saying he wanted one more win and all this, but I was like, I don't want him to retire, though, and then we're watching the fight go down, you know, they were going back and forth, Jim Miller gets him in that, gets, what did he get him in, the guillotine, I think, I can't remember, but, you know, he submits him, and right when they get up, <clears throat> and everything, they get up, I see Cowboy start going for his wrist, and I was like, no, he's taking off, and I, I was talking, I was like, yo, no, Cowboy taking off his gloves. Because if y'all don't know, but if you're listening to this, maybe you know. I don't know. If you don't know, 
in the UFC after the fight, if the fighter is taking off their gloves, that usually means that they're going to take them off and lay them down on the mat showing that they're retiring. Mean That means that they're going to retire. So he's taking off his gloves. And I'm like, no, Cowboy's taking off his gloves. And then they're both like, oh, shit, Cowboy's taking off his gloves. No. And then they start recording. And I was like, I told my girlfriend, I was like, Cowboy's taking off his gloves. He's going to retire. And then <clears throat> shout out Jim Miller, man. He's a beast. I ain't even acknowledged yet. Most wins in the UFC. Shout out to Jim Miller, legend. And when Joe Rogan came up to him, because, you know, they talked to the winner, he was like, no, I think Cowboy has something to say. You know, that was dope. That was tight. You know, you let Cowboy do his thing. So then Rogan goes up to him. He's like, Cowboy, does it mean, does this mean what I think it means? And he says, yeah. And man, when he took his Cowboy hat off and he put it on the, he laid his Cowboy hat on the mat. And then I was like, no. Then he put his gloves in there. Dude, I teared up. I was like, oh, dude, everybody stood up, started clapping for him. And he, I was like, it was a good moment. It was a dope-ass moment to experience. And, you know, I, I got to see Cowboy Cerrone's final fight in the UFC. That's dope. I could say that, you know. It was tight. Um, But, yeah, shout out Cowboy Cerrone. Enjoy retirement. Go make them movies, dog. I was going to watch his movie. Him and, um, uh, shit, what's her name? I can't remember her name right now. Damn it. What can I think of her name? I know her name. I was just talking about her. Um. Anyway, his movie, I wanted, I want to watch it, but it's only on. I had seen it's only on the Daily Wire. I guess you gotta buy it through their website or some shit. So, I mean, I'll see how that works and how much it is, and then yeah, I mean, I want to watch it. Shout out to Donald Cerrone. I wanna, I'm gonna check it out. You know, I'll support whatever this dude does right now. Because, you know, that's the cowboy. But, um, yeah, I mean, it was sad, but it was dope. Um, yo, cowboy's in, uh, he's in one episode of, of, uh, that show with Chris Pratt, his new show. Oh, and her name, Gina Carano. Dude, I was drawing a fucking blank. Gina Carano. Y'all don't know she's the one who got fired from the Mandalorian. Um, she used to be a fighter. But yeah, he's he's been working in movies and that's what he wants to do. So shout out Cowboy, man. And then Jalen Turner submitting Brad Riddell in 45 seconds, bro. I was like, holy shit. Shout out to Jalen Turner. He's gonna be he's gonna be a problem at lightweight. I can see it. He's he's gonna be good, man. I can't wait to see what he does. Uh so shout out to Jalen Turner. And then uh Alex Perea and Sean Strickland. Sean Strickland done fucked up. How are you going to go into that fight like that with your hands down and just get rocked by this dude like that? That Dude, that knockout was insane. It was crazy. Um, It was good, man. You know, shout out to Alex Pereira. But, you know, I've seen a lot of people just nut-riding this dude right now. Like, yeah, it's cool. He just KO'd Strickland. But, like... You guys really, a lot of people really think like, oh, he's going to KO Izzy because they, and they want to bring up the fact that he he's 2-0 and against Izzy in kickboxing back when they were in kickboxing a long time ago. Bro, that's kickboxing though. That's kickboxing. This is MMA. Izzy has been fighting MMA longer. 
Izzy is way more advanced than Alex Pereira. Alex Pereira, he has, yeah, he has, you know, he has great striking. Like, I was talking to Louis, I was like, yeah, this man's a problem. You know, he's a beast. But, but if you guys think he's just going to, and, and, like, this crazy, because UFC is doing this. The UFC is fast-tracking this dude. This dude was unranked and just fought the number four guy in the division. The number four middleweight. And now that makes him number four. So they're just trying to fast track him to fight Izzy because, like, Izzy needs new blood, basically, you know? And because they have a story, they got a backstory. And they can be like, oh, yeah, he knocked out Izzy. Like, yeah, dude. But he has no wrestling, he has no grappling at all. Like, yeah, he's training with Glover Teixeira right now, who's one of the greatest, at, who's, you know, he's a monster. He's a fucking master at wrestling great wrestling but izzy's been doing that longer bro you think izzy doesn't have a plan for that izzy has a fucking plan for all of this dude he's not gonna take down izzy he's not gonna beat him izzy's gonna fight smart like he does because he's the fucking champ and he's probably the greatest middleweight of all time you know some would argue it i know i know a lot of people would argue it because, you know, we got fucking Anderson Silva, of course, you know. But look at Izzy, man. I like y'all. Y'all forgetting who Izzy is. But it's not. Yeah, here's the thing. It's and no disrespect, because I don't like I don't like talking shit. Like when people are like, oh, the casuals, the casuals. But yeah, it is the casuals who don't know. Like y'all don't fucking know, bro. Like that was kickboxing, dude. And if you watch the fight. Izzy was winning. Izzy was rocking him. Izzy had him rocked, man. Izzy has a plan. He just fucked up. He made mistakes. Izzy doesn't make mistakes anymore, dude. Izzy is fucking a dominant champ. <clears throat> so, yeah, I mean, the UFC is kind of fucking up with that. Like, yeah, they fast-tracked him, but say he beats Izzy, you get the rematch automatically. You got to give him a rematch to, to Izzy. If by some chance he beats Izzy twice... Who's he fight next? If he fights anyone else, they beat him. Because look at the top, what, like five, six people in um in middleweight. They're a problem for Alex Perea. Like, seriously, they're a fucking problem for this dude. Look, you got Robert Whitaker, who is who is more of a threat to Izzy than Alex Perea is, because this dude is has great striking, he can wrestle his ass off, and he's just more unpredictable and just fucking, just a great fighter, and Izzy beat him twice, twice, finished him once, and then won by decision, but beat him twice, bro, then you got Jerry Cannonier. I I could see Cannonier probably beating him, you know, bro, Marvin Vittori, you telling me Marvin Vittori can't wrestle this motherfucker down, he would, it's just like, it's not, bro, he goes up against Brunson, Paulo Costa, Whoops, whoops his ass. I guarantee you that. And, I mean, yeah, look, they got Alex Perez ranked number six right now. Just check the rankings. So, yeah, I mean, that's if he beats him, but he's not beating him. Izzy, y'all disrespecting Izzy, and I'll get into it right now, but y'all disrespecting my boy. Stop it. Now, you want to talk about a dominant champ, though? The next fight, Alexander Volkanovsky. Alexander the Great versus Max Holloway. This was so fucking tough. Y'all could tell from last week's episode 
when I couldn't give you guys like a straight answer on who I was gonna pick, I was like, from a betting standpoint, yeah, Volk, but you know, Max and all this stuff because I couldn't decide because I love both of these fighters, bro. I've been following both of these fighters for a minute. Like I said, everybody loves Max, bro. The fucking crowd when Max Holloway went out was insane, bro. Everybody was on their feet. Insane, bro. And I hate that Volk gets booze. He gets booed here because, I mean, of course, you're fighting against Max Holloway, who's a favorite. But they boo him even when he's not fighting people like Max. And it's because the UFC, if you're not from USA, they, they boo you, which sucks. Because, like, look at how fucking great he is. The, you know, but again, that's the casuals. I'm not going to talk like that no more. I'm sorry. But Volk is a fucking monster. Nobody beats him at 145, bro. He said, he's talking about now he's going to move to 155 and keep both belts busy. And I fucking believe him. He can do it. He can keep them both busy, bro. Shout out to Volk. I was so fucking hype on that fight. He's a beast. He fought most of that with a broken hand. He's a monster. That's a fucking champ. I love Volk. I'm forever a fan. Shout out to Volk. Um, also, Sugar Sean and Pedro Munoz, man. Ah, such a fucking disappointing fight because of the way it ended you know and i don't understand how the fucking refs got that as um what it was like two to one two two out of three had um sugar sean losing that first round like what the fuck or the fight pedro only landed leg kicks and out of all the leg kicks he maybe 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 half of them were legit because Sean, Sugar Sean was checking them. He was checking a lot of those, most of them. And he even said that too. He was like, and he was like, and I could tell the way he was kicking me when I checked them, it was hurting him. He's like, I could hear his shit cracking. So, yeah, I mean, it's just bullshit. And then one of the punches, he says that Sean poked his eye twice. And the first one was a punch, like a legit punch that just hit his eye. He got punched in the eye, dog. And that, that nut shot wasn't a nut shot. And the second one, like, he barely touched him. At least it looks like that, right? And, like, like I, I was saying to my girlfriend and, like, everyone I talked to about it is, like, of course, we don't know. We're not him. We don't know how it felt. But if you look at it, he, like, grazes his eye. And his eyes were closed when he did it. So, yeah, it's just for him to just, as soon as they gave him his time, he didn't even take the full five minutes right away. He was like, I can't see. I'm done. Bro, come on. Disappointing, but uh, Izzy and Jared Cannonier, I'm tired of the Izzy disrespect. I am tired of it, bro. Everyone's like, he's boring. He's a boring fight. Izzy is fighting his fight. Izzy's a champ. It was up to Cannonier to do something. Cannonier wants it. He wants the title. Izzy has it. You got to go out there and fucking get it, bro. And, you know, I hate when people are like, you got to beat, you got to knock out the champ to beat the champ to beat, you know what I mean? You don't have to. And I'm not saying he had to to win it. I'm just saying he had to do more. He wasn't doing much. And it's because you really can't when it comes to Izzy. If you come up and attack him, Izzy's one of the best counter, if not the best counter punchers in the fucking UFC, in the world, dude. You come and try to attack him, he's just going to, you know, get you. Look what happened to Whitaker. What happened to Gasoloom? He's going to fucking do that to you. So, Cannonier just needed to be more aggressive. But when he did, he was piecing him up. So, you know, I stood for the whole thing. People started leaving around, like, the end of the 
no, like beginning of the fourth, people just started leaving. And I was like, yo, I'm staying. I paid all this money. Plus, it's Izzy. I got to see Izzy and Volk fight in person and Max, and it was amazing. So, I stood. Shout out to Izzy. Shout out to the champs. I'm disrespecting my boy. Um, but yeah, it was great, man. Loved it. Great fights. Speaking of fights, we got some good fights this weekend. I'm going to break down a couple of them, give you all my picks. We're already way over time. I took a lot of time on that. But I just wanted to talk about the fights and about Vegas. Um, yeah, I mean, let's get into these fights real quick. Uh, first off, we got Ronnie Lawrence versus uh, Sadio Cub Kakramanov. Um, you know, it was a good matchup and a difficult pick for me. You know, Ronnie has great cardio and great footwork. He keeps it moving. He has good wrestling. He has good cardio. And now with Sadio Cub, Sadio Cub, he had a tough debut, but also he almost got that round one um, finishing, you know. But he still got the sub. He got the submission win over uh, Trevor, Trevin, was it? Yeah, Trevin Jones. But, you know, if I had to, if I had to choose on this one, it's kind of tough. Uh, I would go with the wrestling of Ronnie Lawrence, you know, over the striking of Sadio Cub because if a wrestler, this is the thing, and I talked to my girlfriend about it, like with a wrestler and a striker, wrestlers find a striker, a lot of times they want to be like, no, I can, I can strike with them, I keep up with them, and then you can't, you know, a lot of times they can't. I think he's smart and he'll do, he'll do go with his wrestling, he'll take him to the ground, get that W. So I'm riding with Ronnie Lawrence, currently sitting at a minus one forty. Next up, we got Kennedy um, Nechukwu versus Carl Robertson. And this one is sort of tough for me again. You know, both of them are on losing streaks pretty bad. Carl Robertson hasn't won a fight since 2019. Although, I think he's only had about three fights since 2019. So, he also hasn't been very active. But still, he's on a losing streak. Hasn't won in three years. And they were pretty bad losses at that. You know, he does have good kickboxing. And this is one where I might even I might even leave this one off the parlay. I'm not gonna lie, but if I had to choose, I would go with Carl Robertson. Either way, both guys they could be down for most of the fight and then just find a way to come back and get the win at any point. But like I said, if I had to choose, I'm gonna go Carl Robertson on that, and he is currently at a plus one ten. So. He's a dog, and I we like dogs over here. We'll take it. Next up, we got Cody Brundage versus uh, Treshawn Gore. Treshawn Gore is from the Ultimate Fighter 29. He was on last season. He was good. He was good in the show. He was doing great, and then he got injured um, and wasn't able to fight in the live finale, so they had to postpone it. You know, he was going up against Brian Battles, who was great. He was fucking amazing, right? I was going. I liked him a lot. Um, but once he was healthy again, you know, they had the fight. He got beat. He got outclassed. He got outclassed by battles. And now, you know, on the other hand, Cody Brundage, you know, he has some good ground game. So if it's standing up, I don't think Cody can keep up with Gore. But if he can take him to the mat and keep him there, I think he dominates the fight. Although, I don't see that happening. I don't see it playing out that way. I think they're going to keep it on the feet. And if they do, in that case, I'm going to go with Treshawn Gore for this matchup. Like I said, in the show, he was one of the standouts. He's great. He, you know, Brian Battles had said 
when they fought, you know, he was like, you landed one good shot. You landed one shot and it didn't even hurt or something like that, right? So it's like, but you know this dude can crack and he is good. So I'm going to trade Sean Gore on this one, who is sitting at a minus 140. Next up, we got Antonia Shevchenko, sister to Juliana Shevchenko, the champ, uh, versus Courtney Casey. Antonia, she has great Muay Thai, you know. I think she just has this chip on her shoulder, and she's just trying to, like, prove to everyone that she's as good as her sister. She's, she's not, okay. Uh, she's been on and off. She's shows up, but she doesn't. But, you know... But her wins are great. When she does win, they're great. Or she looks good in the case. She looks great when she wins, you know. Um, Courtney Casey, she has great striking, uh, great ground game. So if she wants to, you know, if she was to win, she's going to have to grapple. She's going to have to take her down and try to get a finish over her the way that, you know, the way that Anthony had lost before. You know, a lot of her time she lost is on the ground. And, um, you know, she could try to go for that finish, but, you know, that being said, I do think Antonia brings out that Muay Thai and just outclasses her. I think this is one of the times where she will shine. She needs to stay off that ground, stay composed, she could do it. Uh, yeah, so I'm going with Shevchenko on this one, sitting at a minus 170. Next up, we got Ricky Tercios versus Ayman Zahabi. Um, Ricky Tercios, again, from uh, Ultimate Fighter 29, same season as Treshawn Gore. You know, I became a fan of Ricky. He was my he was a standout for me. He was my favorite. You know, he was my pick to win it, to win it all in his division, and he did. He won the Ultimate Fighter. Uh, this man puts on a show, bro. He puts on a fucking show. His fights were my favorite fights of the season. And, um, you know, he's fun to watch. And, you know, on the other side, we got we got Ayman Zahabi, who has decent striking. You know, he's very technical. But even even say, that being said, you know, I, I think Ricky will take this fight. And I think he's going to take it over. You know, I think he's going to start throwing him kicks. Maybe a little ground game, but, you know, like I say, he puts on a show, man. His striking is insane. He's great. He's a great fighter. Uh, I'm gonna go Ricky Tercios on this one, man. I'm a fan. I'm excited to see him fight again. So I'm gonna be watching that. And he is currently sitting at a minus 190. So not bad. Um, I'm gonna throw him in there. I'm gonna throw him in a parlay. You know, I don't know if I'm gonna put him down for a finish. I believe he can, but I think I would just go. You know, just a little money line. All right. Next up, we got Cynthia Calvillo versus Nina Nunes. Uh, Cynthia Calvillo has. You know, she's dropped off a bit lately. She does have great ground game. And when she's able to take the fight there, she's a monster. You know? I believe she said, what did she say? Something about um, when she's on the ground, she's like a shark in the ocean or something like that, right? And it's true. When she's able to get you down and she can keep you there, she's a monster. She's a fucking beast. So, you know, she's great. Now, on the other hand, we have Nina Nunes, who did step away for a bit. She stepped away for a bit. She wanted to be a mom. And when she did come back, she got submitted by Mackenzie Dern. And, you know, it was like right at the end of the first round. So, 
you know, I think if Cynthia wants to win, she's going to have to take it to the ground, try to do the same thing Dern did, you know, just dominate on the ground, get that submission, come out with that W. So, yeah, give me Cynthia Cavill by submission. I would lock it in by submission, but either way, if you're just going to do a money line, I'm taking Cynthia Cavill on that. I might throw a couple different parlays down on this. Uh, but, yeah, she is uh, minus 150. Next up, we got Michael Johnson versus Jamie Malarkey. I like this fight. I like it. Um, Michael Johnson, though, he, you know, he finally broke his losing streak. Pretty bad. Um, you know, he broke his losing losing streak with the win against Alan Patrick. Uh, so, the you know, the question is, will he keep this winning going? You know, will he, will he double down on it? Double down Dan, you feel me? He's going to get that second win back to back. I think so. You know, I think... I think it's past Malarkey. Uh, don't get me wrong, Malarkey has good grappling. He's a tough motherfucker. He's tough as shit. But I think Michael Johnson has the boxing to get it done. I think he pulls this off. And yeah, so that's my pick. I'm going Michael Johnson on this one, who is a plus 195. Let's get the dogs in here, baby. Uh, next up, we got Jared Vandera versus Chase Sherman. This, you know, is a weird matchup. This one, you know, it's it's a tough pick. They're both not the best, you know what I'm saying? I don't want to be mean and be like, they fucking suck, you know, because I respect the fighters, you know. It, to go in there and do what they do is tough, except Greg Hardy. Fuck Greg Hardy. But, um, yeah, I mean, if I had issues, I'm going Chase Sherman on this one. It's probably not going to be the best matchup, but, you know, like I said, they're both not that great. This isn't that great of a matchup, but... Yeah, that's my pick. Who, uh, you know, Chase Sherman, who is a plus 165. Next up, we got Douglas Sivia de Andrade versus Saeed Nurmagomedov. You know, this is a good matchup, man. Great matchup. Saeed has good grappling. He's quick. Great striking. You know, Silva de Andrade, he has power, man. He's got some fucking power. He's got great striking. So, you know, if he can catch Saeed... It would be over. It would be a wrap, you know. But I think I'm going to go with the one that I feel is more technical. So I'm going to go with Saeed Nurmagomedov on this one. You know, he can. I think he can manage the distance, keep him, you know, keep him at a bit of a distance and use his speed, his striking, pull this one off, come out with that W. So I'm going Nurmagomedov on this one. Minus 330, bro. Minus 330. And you know what? If you want it. I, it wouldn't be a terrible idea to go with the dog on this, you know. But at a minus three thirty, yeah, it's not the best. So that's what I'm saying. If you if you if you wanted to go with the dog, you could. I wouldn't see a problem in it. But just don't don't have like a huge parlay. That's gonna ruin. That might ruin your parlay. But yeah. Uh, next up we got Sayo Ah, Sayo Barallo versus Armin Petrosian. Um, you know, this is a great fight. Both guys came from the contender series and they've been looking great ever since. You know, Armin had a close debut, a close debut, close, close debut. And he was looking pretty good, you know, pulled it off. Uh, Kyle Barallo has great wrestling, super fucking strong, dude, just strong as shit. Um, you know, if, if Armin could keep it standing, he could pull this win off. But if, if Barallo can take it to the ground, I think it's over, you know, I think it's a wrap, if he could take him down, he could dominate him, 
like I say, he's strong as shit, bro. He gets a hold of you. That could be it. And you know, so that's gonna be my that's gonna be my pick. That'll be my prediction. Is that he takes him down, keeps him there, submits him. So yeah, give me Kyle Brahlo on this one. Minus two twenty five. You know, that's 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 a really good um it's a really good co main. That's really good. This card this card is pretty solid, bro. Seen a lot of hate on it, but it was pretty solid. I'm legit, I'm hyped for it. It's gonna be a good weekend. Um next up, the main event. We got my boy RDA, Rafael Dos Anjos versus Rafael Faziv. Great fight. Been waiting on this one. Been waiting on this one. You know, this is a badass matchup. Super badass main event. You know, RDA is a badass, dude. He's you know, he's been in the game for a minute and who he's really one of those dudes who could just like really do it all, you know? And on the other hand, we got Rafael Faziv, who is a fighter who is Climbing up the ranks currently, you know, he's making his way up and he's been looking great, man. Been looking really fucking good. He got great Muay Thai. He got the motherfucking kicks on him, you know what I'm saying? He be kicking. Great striker. But so was RDA, you know. Um, if Aziv could put him away early, that's where I think he'd have the most success. You know, if he could try to get it done within the first two, you know, I think that's where it would have to happen because... If it goes later, maybe RDA could take him to the ground, you know, work him down. And if that, that was going to be your angle, that, that that could work. You know, if you want to put that down as your parlay, you know, maybe RDA takes some. You want to put him down by submission or something like that, you know, pick third or fourth. That wouldn't be a terrible bet, you know. Um, but honestly, uh, I honestly think that, you know, Fazib could make it happen. Maybe maybe even within three, two as well, you know. Um, you know, that's not taking anything away from RDA. I fucking love RDA. He's great. So he's a legend. He's you know, been in the game for a minute. But, you know, with the younger, faster physique, he can apply that pressure, man. He can get it done. So that's going to be my pick. You know, I'm taking Rafael Fazeev on this one. He's a minus 210. Um, but it's going to be a great fight, man. Either way, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited for this card this weekend. You know, I'm gonna gonna be chilling. My my girlfriend is in Washington with her family, visiting family, out there for a wedding. So I'm gonna be just chilling, man. You know, I'll be I'll be watching the fight. So I'm excited. Check these out. Um, but yeah, thank you guys for coming through. I appreciate it. I know this one was late, dropping this on a fucking Thursday, but uh, I mean, I got back on Monday dead tired bro tuesday i was tired too because i was just it was like four days of just no sleep just being in vegas so i needed tuesday to recover that's why raw dogs was late and then i was gonna do it yesterday but we we're busy after raw dogs so i didn't get a chance so yeah better late than never right either way thank you guys for coming through i really appreciate it um yeah let's get this bread baby let's get this bread all right later